Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Whispers and Raves. Today, I have a special guest with me. She's a dear friend that we have met virtually. We connected on so many different things, and one of them is actually what we're going to talk about today, which is very interesting. Um, her name is Shakira Sabira. She's a doula. And the topic we're going to talk about today is having discovered that we have ADHD, yeah. <laughs> which, which is awesome. <laughs> so um, let's actually talk about our journey. So Shakra, tell me, like, you know, how did you find out you have it? And, you know, let's just dive into it. Okay. So thank you for having me. Um, ADHD. Okay. So how did I find out I had ADHD? I found out maybe... I'd like to say about six to seven months ago now, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit longer. Um, I always had inklings that something wasn't right, like something was always off, something just didn't make sense in terms of just life, mm-hmm. um, education, family, friends, like everything, just something wasn't clicking. I just found things to be harder than other people seemed to find them. Um, just daily life was hard Um, simple tasks keeping my mind focused on simple tasks Mm -hmm. from brushing my teeth to making my bed leaving the house everything seemed like a chore and I thought that that's how everybody's mind works and I was just bad at life Um, and then um, I had a therapist Uh, who I was talking to and she also has ADHD and she like saw the signs and informed me that she believes I had I have ADHD Um, and that's when I went like dove down the rabbit hole to look at like exactly what ADHD was because before I thought ADHD like what I had heard of ADHD it was that it was for little children that were in primary school and it was like they couldn't have sugar mm-hmm. they used to run around a lot they, they just had a lot those of those toys like you know that yeah they, had to... <laughs> they, they couldn't things. focus on their work do their homework i thought it was specifically because of that and i remember like a couple years ago reading a few articles about like ch- a- uh, children with adhd and um how it's brought on by sugar like i didn't know it was a neurological disorder that was actually something to do with the way brains are wired i just thought it was something that happened to you mm-hmm. after birth um that ended when you were a child so okay. i didn't know you could be an adult and have adhd so in other words like you didn't know much information and you just assumed a few things about adhd exactly. like like most exactly. of the people do <laughs> exactly exactly and i didn't know that's why when i was told i did have adhd i felt like I didn't believe basically the, the therapist um, but after and I do, I feel like this is when it comes to a lot of women with ADHD as soon as you read things you're just like oh my god it's like a explosion I'm not alone, <laughs> I'm not alone. <laughs> literally yeah well it's so interesting that you said that because it's so I feel like each person experiences ADHD in a different way. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a spectrum and it's actually different on each person. This is what most people don't know or the people that are not that 
you know they haven't read enough about it for me like my journey with adhd started with my son um i i got he got diagnosed over the summer and i started reading a lot of books about it and stuff like that and I started seeing how it appears differently on and on girls than boys and I was like wait a minute I used to be that spaced out kid in class I I used to be that kid that like hyper focused you know I would cram up everything in the last 2 hours and just hyper focus and I would be able to perform really well but it's it's very interesting because you grow up in society thinking like you know um you know that you need to be more organized you need to have your life together but in actuality that's actually how your brain functions and which brings us to like the concept of like you know attention deficit hyperactive disorder this is what yeah. adhd mm. means like i know you had feelings about that name tell me what you think or you know mm. share with me <laughs> i really dislike that name i think it just yeah. minimizes you know Interestingly, interestingly enough, I feel like that name is very neurotypical. I mm. feel like that name it was made and created by people who do not have quote unquote ADHD brains. Like, mm-hmm. you know, our brains are extremely colorful, extremely uh, like layered. And mm-hmm. for somebody whose brain is not a quote unquote ADHD brain. I feel like they would just look at ADHD and be like, "Yep, yeah, that's what it is. Attention. That's mm-hmm. the problem." Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as people who have ADHD, we sort of need to come up with our own phrase that encompasses everything because it's not just Absolutely. we don't have like I think our attention is fine if it's something that we like and enjoy. Um and like it's, it's not so even much... a, yeah it's not even a lack of attention like it's not the mm. deficit of attention we actually have a lot of attention exactly. but we need to like be passionate about something in order for us to focus on it this mm-hmm. is the thing and once we hyper focus we give it like our, like every single cell in us every mm-hmm. single cell us, in us will like work with this and you know try to perform at its peak basically mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting that you said that like it was given by did you say neurotypical neurotypical yeah. right it's almost in a way to take away our power <laughs> just yeah. to make us yeah. feel less than like to think that we have a disorder that there's something wrong with us in order for us to like you know keep worrying about people's approval and not really mm-hmm. perform at our peak which is yeah. really sad so you know this conversation with Shakira is really to like kind of empower women especially that we're actually focusing on Muslim women um, and tell us why Shakira why we want to focus on Muslim women mm, well apart from the fact that Muslim women are really cool we also are very what's the word we're very sheltered as mm. a community yeah um whether that may be about mental health um neurological disorders like what we're talking about now which yeah. is ADHD isn't a disorder but you know um, for the lack of or, better terms everybody <laughs> exactly <laughs> or even womb healing like whatever like yeah. you're doing we're always sort of sheltered and pushed aside and we don't have a mic we don't have um people that who are like us who we can learn from who we can speak to who we can converse with who we can communicate with women especially we're not supposed to be 
individuals we are community we are tribes we are sisterhoods we are women's circle we thrive when we are around other women you know mm. so when it comes to ADHD and this conversation I didn't realize how there we don't have enough of this conversation anyway not yeah. just as Muslims or you know women there's not enough conversation around adult ADHD on top of that there's not enough conversation about ADHD in general um, and then as women like all the articles I was reading it all like would there'll be a little thing at the bottom saying well but we don't know enough because we haven't done enough research when it comes to ADHD yeah. and women yeah. and then as Muslims like that just goes all the way down because Muslims we're not known to deal with um, mental health and things like that within our community Muslims and women of color slash culture like what we discussed mm-hmm. it because like a lot of the time things are taken as it's Islam but it's really the mm-hmm. culture too mm. of you know where Muslim women come from yeah it, it is culture because even if I look at like I'm a black woman um, a Muslim black woman from the UK and I know in myself that there's a lot that um, I'm not given a platform for just generally yeah. within day-to-day life and then to put on top of that ADHD it just takes things out of control because I'm already as ready seen as a minority I'm already seen as somebody who isn't worth xyz I'm seen as like a lot of people look at black women as people who are women people like humans who are aggressive and uh you know unkind and there's all this racism and everything so within within even the muslim community too exactly like it's not even it's not external it's like within this community as well which is really which is really sad and this is why like i'm enjoying this like duo of me and you because like i'm an like an arab muslim and you're a black muslim so it's nice to see like hey we're having conversation and we're finding unity we're finding space and we're trying to kind of like build these bridges and kind of break these walls in a way but i completely agree it's um it doesn't feel safe it doesn't feel Mm. safe to fully express yourself yeah yeah definitely well moving on to like because we're going to talk about community because we have a little treat at the end about community (laughs) (laughs) but um how about like when you discovered about adhd how did you feel about relationships in general understanding yourself in relationships whether it's like you know whether it's a romantic partner or siblings or family or like whatever the the case may be like how did you understand yourself better um I, I I think I managed to understand myself like 10 times better in terms mm. of oh that's why I do that I'm yeah. not just lazy I I can't just not focus just because I just can't focus like there's actually something in my brain where I'm not getting enough dopamine so Mm. the way a quote-unquote normal person would complete a task because they know they have to complete that task and they have like a consistent amount of dopamine being released for people with ADHD we don't get that dopamine we don't get we don't have a consistent amount of dopamine being released into our system for us Mm. to complete certain tasks without having 10,000 different thoughts in our mind or wanting to do everything at once so growing up thinking that I just had a problem 
and then I also had the issue of well not the issue but I'm also one of those ADHDers who I like I consistently I can't stop moving like there always has to be some sort mm-hmm. of haraka there has to be some sort of movement for my brain to focus um and then suddenly I was like oh so that's why I can't stop tapping my leg that's why I I'm not focused that's why I can't I physically cannot hear a word that's coming out of somebody's mouth mm. if if I'm not engaging with it it's because I don't have dopamine you know mm. so my relationships with my friends my family you know romantic relationships anything I go into them now with the knowing that I my brain is not wrong mm. they are different from me and that is okay and we're going to work around this as two people with two different brains if now if i meet somebody who doesn't understand doesn't want to understand then for myself i know that that is not a relationship that i want to be in whether that's a friendship yeah. whether that's a romantic like i think there's a real power in knowing what your diagnosis Absolutely. is. You know, it, it made it reminded me of like one of my previous partners. Like I, I would feel like he would not really focus with me. And for me to get his attention, I would have to like send him an email. So now that I understand that, I have such grace and gentleness towards him. Or even yeah. like one of my best friends, like she also has ADHD. And like I could tell when she spaces out. So it's kind of again yeah. like giving each other grace and being gentle like oh did you space out again okay no problem i'm gonna repeat it because mm. i do the same so it's so fun like when two adhders talk together because we just laugh at each other like it's not like there's something wrong with you and like we feel attacked but it's kind of mm. like okay you feel safe you feel welcomed and accepted because this is your mind that's the way your mind was created and it's beautiful there's nothing wrong with it mm. yeah I, it's beautiful when i know also i read something about how someone with uh not specifically adhd but a neurodivergent person can like can see another neurodivergent person um like if i have adhd i now i feel that if i feel a strong connection with another woman like you know when you meet somebody and you're just like i know you from a previous life yeah. or i know you from <laughs> from there's somewhere energy there's like a pull exactly. there's a magnet and magnetism it's usually like lately it's usually been that that person also has adhd mm. and you are comfortable with those who are like you you're comfortable with somebody yeah. who you know i i don't like being judged for things like just being yourself just being exactly. who you are <laughs> exactly and no one is going to understand like some like another woman with ADHD yeah you know? yeah so it's very empowering to find your your people your tribe absolutely which leads us actually to the next point which so when you feel like you know you're in your tribe and you can fully express yourself let's like let's talk about like fully being present with your emotions and ex- like and the power of experiencing your emotions fully um well i like like you said i think it's it takes time <laughs> and practice to really listen to yourself because like me personally my adhd comes up in the form of having thousands of 
TV channels on in my mind constantly. And I say TV channel, I know some people say like radios or tabs, but for me it's TV channel because it's like I can hear You keep buzz. tuning in. <laughs> yeah, I, it's like the way that ideas pop up, they're just so like a TV screen yeah. and some of the channels are just fuzz there's like nothing playing on them mm-hmm. um, some of them are like actual ideas that pop up for me some can be um, memories from the past memories from the future but it's all playing at once mm-hmm. and then it's like your brain will focus on one channel and that channel will be something that's not important and then someone's talking to you at the same time and you're trying to focus on the two things it just becomes really messy and that being said I forgot what the question was <laughs> We're talking about, I love it. I love it. See, we're in, this is a safe space to be absolutely who you are. We're talking about um, like processing and the only reason you guys, I know this because I have it written down. Okay. It's not like my mind works any better, but um, we were talking about fully experiencing your emotions and Mm. being present with them. Yeah. Okay. Now I understand. So TV is basically our emotions. We don't focus on our emotions long enough for them to come pass and leave instead they come and then we just hold them in because we're not experiencing them and we push them to the side and then they grow and grow and grow or it just becomes trauma because it's just a whole bunch of emotions that we're not dealing with and eventually we've just made i know in um uh, one of the meditations that i do vipassana they talk about sankaras and sankaras are basically Um, traumas or emotions that have accumulated and created a rock and they say when the emotion first comes it's like water you can deal with it and let it flow and then if you don't deal with it then it becomes harder and bigger and bigger until the point where it's a rock Um, and and I feel like part of us not really experiencing the emotions is because possibly because we've been like our emotions have been blocked one too many times because like hey this is not normal that you're too sensitive you're too angry you're too sad you're too much of this you're too much of that so we learn to like oh i'm not supposed to experience or allow this emotion to be processed in other words yeah and i think it's also the fear of judgment like a lot of people with adhd we we um, are very sensitive when it comes to judgment and people's um, thoughts and feelings on and about us like that's just something that is known people with ADHD have this um, this aspect to them so if you've grown up not knowing even if you've known you have ADHD and people are always telling you calm down or slow down Mm -hmm. or stop talking so fast or why Mm -hmm. did you even tell me that these are all really painful things that may be more painful with for somebody with ADHD it's denying their expression because they're just doing it naturally not they're not thinking of hurting anyone or doing like you know doing anything wrong it just happens naturally which actually gets me thinking because like my son like you know he deals with he has like really big emotions and I'm like an I'm an internal feeler and he's an external one so it's such a beautiful match from heaven I really believe because like when he gets angry for example and he's like out there like being in his full range and I've like you know obviously I've read so many books talked to therapists about this so I started being present with his emotions and I realized like while I'm present and allowing it like yeah it's okay to feel that like yeah that must have been tough this is hard I realized like I was 
even healing myself saying these words because mm. as I was giving space to him I was giving space to myself to also feel that anger that you know that has never been processed inside of me as well yeah, yeah. <sighs> that's beautiful yeah well let's talk about you know I think we kind of like ta- like you know talked about it a bit but like being gentle with yourself like the importance of being gentle with yourself yeah Someone said to me that having ADHD is like you need to be in love with yourself like you'd be in love with a partner because mm. you are in Eat need yourself. of all of <laughs> basically yeah, yeah like take yourself on dates do the self-care whatever that yeah. may be for you um sit with yourself you don't always have to be around people you know that yeah. doesn't make you somebody who's moving forward in life you know a lot of people with ADHD think they're stagnant like people at the same you know space as in life as them have like surpassed them maybe or they don't feel like they're moving as fast as they want to be moving mm-hmm. or things aren't going the way they want to go right um so really loving yourself first and like a powerful thing that someone me and someone were talking about recently was like actually telling yourself I love you so I love you Shaq you know mm. that might seem so like mm, yeah of course you love yourself but even writing it down and telling yourself look Shaq I actually love you and I and I want the best for you you yes, know yeah and giving yourself that space to now maneuver with love I love it. Even space to like, you know, if you forgot something, be gentle. Like, oh, it's okay, Reham. It's okay, Shaq. You forgot. That's okay. Mm. Like being gentle. Like, you know, when you make a mistake or something, just allowing yourself to like give yourself that love that, you know, we want to hear externally. But having said that, um, thank you so much, Shakira, for like, you know, having this conversation. But we want to talk about the... The importance of having you know the safe space and having a community and um me and you um discussed a little project that we're going to be doing together so if you want to introduce it please okay so like let's have a little drum roll in the back of our minds (laughs) 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 so um yeah so we discussed this and i feel like this is more than just like a project that is just like popped up i feel i'd like to truly feel that since like the first time i even came across you on social media or we even spoke i genuinely felt as if as if there was like a connection there and a connection that is going to birth something yeah. of importance in birth something that is going to help with healing for not only ourselves but for women as a whole like that was that just that feeling just kept kept coming up such goosebumps (laughs) (laughs) so this uh, that's why i just wanted to say that before like going into this project because this is a project that's come from a very pure intention um like neither of us when we even spoke initially knew that we had ADHD yeah (laughs) um and then literally I think it was either the same week I actually spoke to you is when I was diagnosed with ADHD so it just it's just like destiny just you know coming forth and we're living through that destiny so um (laughs) we 
our project, inshallah, is a space, um, a platform for women to converse and create a platform of conversation for neurodivergent Muslim women. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically Muslim women that have ADHD or anything on the spectrum, just mm-hmm. for them to feel like, hey, you're not alone. Uh, this is a, a space where you belong. Uh, don't mm-hmm. think you have, you're the only person that's experiencing that with that mm-hmm. culture, with that, you know, religious background or, or whatnot. Um, it's basically just for us to have dialogue around like relationships, work, and like you name it, like e- everything, like raising kids, all of mm-hmm. that, just to feel like you're not alone. Yeah. And to understand that there's so many Muslim, like I didn't even know this until recently that there's so many Muslim women of ADHD who either don't know they have ADHD or like they will read something and then it's like wait a second that sounds like me and then they dive into it and then they have ADHD so this is for all women uh, all Muslim women you know we come from we are you and you are us you know we are also yeah. Muslim women um, um, from different backgrounds as well Mm-hmm. So, I just feel like this platform is needed. Mm-hmm. Um, like neurodivergent, the neurodivergent mind has like it's a huge spectrum. So ADHD is one of them. Autism is another one. Dyslexia is another one. Mm-hmm. There are so many, um, and even high IQs, like you know, like mm. geniuses and stuff like that. Like that's also exactly. part of it too, because you know, some people that would be like you know quote unquote again for lack of better terms like socially awkward well it's because their mind is somewhere else like thinking of big concepts and like you know Mm -hmm. solving world crisis but um the name of the community that we're gonna do is called hues of the (laughs) (laughs) so aql means uh brain in arabic so we thought of just kind of mixing the words in there um, and hues, it's kind of like the shades, just understanding that our brains have different hues and different mm-hmm. colors. Um, but yeah, and we're, we're, our, pl- our intention is to have like monthly meetings, just like prompts for conversations and blog mm-hmm. posts. And, you know, even if someone wants to be anonymous and just like kind of post a blog post mm-hmm. about how they feel, it's just a space where they could share and other women will be like, hey, me too, you know, like mm-hmm. you're not alone in this. But Thank you so much, Shekhar. Just to wrap it up, uh, we you promised me that you're going to mention uh, a few things um, that has to do with the beauty of ADHD. <laughs> and um, like, what's a beautiful way of viewing ADHD? So, of course, like everything I do, alhamdulillah, it goes back to Allah and spirituality. Um, and um, one thing I always talk about just generally within my work is how the womb um, in Arabic is called the Rahm and if we go back to the Mustard, what would be the Mustard in English? The source. The source of the word, um, it comes from mercy and as we know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is also called Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking at ADHD and the mind and you know the way our mind works it's not all negative at all like we have so much creative power Mm -hmm. um i was even reading an article where someone was like what we need to do is we need some one person with adhd in every meeting in the world 
and like there'll be so many new creative ideas that are just going to yes. pop out any yes. everywhere mm-hmm. um so a word that is attributed to the brain to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to creating to ideas to manifestations to um all of that is al-khaliq for me is mm. al-khaliq creator i love it because you come up with so many ideas and i while i was having this conversation with shakira i thought of also al-qayyum because when we hyper focus we're like <laughs> we initiate and we're on go 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> but speaking of go 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 uh, our time is up and thank you so much shakira and i can't wait for like doing you know starting this journey together and i'm sure just nothing but beauty and abundance inshallah will come out of all of this amen, thank you so amen, much amen. I'm very I'm so happy that we've, we've been able to talk about this and that inshallah I really pray and hope that this is going to be a platform where so many more women like us are going to be able to speak and have conversations just like this yes absolutely all right let's say bye to everybody <laughs> bye bye <laughs>